Welcome to Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute. I'm Richard Dunham. And I'm Chieko Dunham. Ghibli Minute is the podcast where we talk about Studio Ghibli movies one minute at a time. Minute by minute. Or minute by minute is another way to say that. Today, you didn't think we were going to do it. Nobody thought thought we were going to do this. I don't know if they did, but it was many people had doubts that we talked to, had questions. But here we are. We're doing it. We're doing it. Today, we're talking about Grave of the Fireflies. Minute Minute one. one. Minute one opens with the blue Studio Ghibli logo. At least it does in the copy that we have. I don't know. If it did in the theater. In the theater. But anyway, that's. How it is for us. That's how it is for us. And that's how we, you know, all the timings that we have at the beginning and ending of minutes depend on this. So that's how it opens. And it ends with one person telling another to watch it. So here we go. Here we go. The first thing you notice that this is different from other Ghibli movies is after the blue Ghibli logo. There's no Tokuma Shoten. Instead, instead of Tokuma Shoten, it's... uh, Shinchosha. 1988. Shinchosha is also a publishing company. And the reason it's Shinchosha instead of Tokuma Shoten. It's because it's based off of a novel. A short story. Yeah, yeah, a short story. That was originally, well, that was published by Shinchosha. So I think this is the only, what did the, what did the Wikipedia article say? Making it the only Studio Ghibli film under Tokuma Shoten ownership that had no involvement from them. Hmm. So I don't know what it means by under Tokuma Shoten. Does that mean that Ghibli was owned by Tokuma Shoten? What? Anyway, it's the first film that we're looking at that doesn't have Tokuma yeah. Shoten involvement. So and then we fade to black and then we get this... Uh, Teenage boy. Yep. Younger. He's got a, a hat. I don't yeah, know how to describe of, this hat. Like a sailor Yeah, he's hat. got. he's got... This is a, he's wearing like a uniform. Yeah, like a uniform. Like a school uniform or mm-hmm. it's pretty military looking yeah. uniform. So he's got like a uniform cap on and some bags over his shoulder. And so what is it? The other sh- strap on his other shoulder. I don't know what that is. Mm, I don't know either. It must be for something else. He's red though. This is all red lighting. It's like when you see those sepia toned photographs. Mm-hmm. Or even movies, but instead of sepia, which is more of like a yellow brown, this is very red. This is very red. Kind of a dried blood, no? Yeah. Or like a tea colored, like a yeah. Get some red tea out and you spill it on something. And you're yeah. Like, oh no. Are you look yeah. Or look, and he's looking at. Uh, then we see this a pillar. With a water fountain next to it, and then the water fountain disappears, and the tiles on the pillar, some of them go away, and then we fade out of the red color. Are we ready to talk about what the red color means? Well, he says it. Yeah, okay, yeah. So before we see the pillar, we're just looking at the boy, and he yeah, says... Yeah, the boy informs us, September 21st, 1945, was the night I died. That was the night I died, yeah. Red means death. Red means death? I suppose. It's like, they're gone. <laughs> He's a ghost. He is a ghost. Yeah. I think that's what... So anytime we see red, it's a ghost. Mm-hmm. So this is in... Do we see... Yeah, later in the minute, we see people walking around. So this is... Figure out this is probably a, some kind of public place. Probably a train station. Yeah, it's most likely a train station. <laughs> yeah. 
So I guess we're looking at, he's initially looking at maybe the present day. Is that why there's like a nice clean water fountain? At the beginning? Yeah. Probably. And then it fades to, and I just, I did download the story. Mm-hmm. And I just glanced at it, but I did notice that the these tiles are something that shows up like in the first sentence. Oh. He mentions that he's sitting against a pillar with some of the tiles gone and the concrete showing through. Mm. Yeah. It's a bummer. It is a bummer. The nice water fountain fades away and we see the concrete under the tiles and a body, I guess. Just a boy kind of hunched over. So is this so this is his ghost looking back at the night that he died. Yeah. Right? Mhm. So we think it's a new everything looks kind of more cleaned up so he's Yeah. looking back from the present day to the night he died, the mm-hmm. day he died. Right. So he's this figure sitting slumped against the pillar that's him, right? Yeah. So my question is why is his ghost dressed the way he's dressed? The ghost doesn't reflect like his, his the day, last... the moment he died, his last moments. He's not dressed in rags. I think, I think it's what he wore the most. Okay. That uniform, probably. Okay. I think if he were to be remembered by people, he would probably re- be remembered as a student. Okay, that makes sense. I like that answer. Yeah. It's like his. I, I was gonna say like what is that his his idealized version of himself. It's probably like or his, his mental identity. picture. Yeah. But uh, I like the thought that that's what he wore the most. Okay. So the, and then the sound fades in once we start perceiving other people besides him. Mm-hmm. Something I noticed. So it's hard, if he just says, this is the day that I died, it's kind of hard to... Go from there. Yeah. <laughs> so as we look at him, you know, I'm, he, over the next couple minutes, I keep thinking, is he dead yet? Oh. Is he dead yet? Like, is he dead already? Yeah. You might think, oh, yeah. is he dead already as this we is see a, him? We're watching a corpse, but yeah. you see him breathing. See him breathing, right? In this, yeah. Yeah, in this minute. His eyes are, he's very dirty. His clothes are torn up. Yeah, he's wearing rags. Yeah, his eyes aren't gone yet. No shoes. No shoes. His eyes aren't gone yet? Like, they're, they're still, like, you can still see his, like, pupils. Like, they still seem to be... They haven't rolled back into his head? No. Is that what you're saying? What are you saying? I guess, like... They haven't turned into exes? <laughs> <laughs> he still seems like he knows what's going on around him, but he's so weak that he can't really, like, move. Yeah, yeah. He looks like he's been starving. And so somebody who's walking from the other side of the p- pillar almost steps, almost trips over him. Yeah. So disgusting is the subtitles. Kitanaya. Yeah. Yeah. Here we are. Here we are. World War II Japan. Yeah. You could see that there's someone else like him on the other side of the pillar. You yeah, see... you can see kind of two other people, right? We see a pair of feet. Yep. I don't see another one. And then the next shot, you see somebody on the other pillar, right? Oh, you do. But then there's a lot of people just walking around in ordinary... Seemed pretty cleaned clothes. up, yeah. Just going about their business. Which is sad, because this was, I'm assuming, a common occurrence. Yeah. All right, well, we got a lot lot more to talk about we the do. rest of the week. Mm-hmm. you have anything else for this minute? you excited to be 
I mean, this is an important movie. It is an important movie. I did. It was rough. I looked through it after I chopped up mm-hmm. the movie and all the individual minutes and organized them into like five day groups. Mm-hmm. I looked through them just to put together a schedule and have like a summary of what happens each week. And that was difficult. Yeah. To go through. Yeah. I found watching each individual minute and taking notes this week easier than that. Mm. So I'm, I'm not sure how this will go. I don't know if it'll yeah. get easier as we go along. Or, or if it'll get harder. Yeah. But I'm glad that we're going to be doing My Neighbor Totoro yeah, next like... week for sure. <laughs> yeah. That's going to help a lot. When was the last time you watched this all the way through? I've seen it once. Mm. I rented it. I think I was still... This came out in 88. I don't know when it hit. It says... I looked it up on Google and it says that it came out June 2nd, 1993 in the, in the USA's. Oh, okay. So I remember I rented it. I rented like the videotape and I watched it at my parents' mm-hmm. house. And I recommended it to my brother. And mm-hmm. I remember when he watched it, I was there, but I yeah. I couldn't bring myself to watch it again. Oh. I was like, I couldn't be in that room. I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't handle that again. And then we bought, I bought the DVD at some point and I've never watched it all the way through. So I've only watched it once. That once. And then I watched it, you know, you could say I watched it again just in minute. Yeah, just by, by putting the, the weekly summaries together. And I've had it, the other, I've seen bits of it, kind of when I'm editing the audio for these shows, mm-hmm. sometimes I put on just like a Ghibli movie in the background, like on mute. Oh, yeah. Just have something in the background. And that's been on a couple times, but I haven't like sat down and watched the whole thing through. I see. But you've seen it? I have. And when did you see it? Um. How many times? I've only seen it once. I think, but I might watch it again with people who want to watch more Ghibli films. Yeah. And I always say that this is a very important one. Yeah. And I've always been like, I could watch it with you if you want, because it's a hard movie to get through. But I remember, I remember asking you about it when I was little or like maybe like fourth grade-ish. Yeah. And you were like, I can't watch that (laughs) with you. I can't bring myself to do it. And I was like, okay. I think it was sixth grade. I got home and I think mom was, I think she was going to be late coming home. So I had like an hour or so uh-huh. to myself. So I found the DVD Yeah, and I was like, no one's going to watch this with me. <laughs> this is sixth grade? I think this is sixth grade. Okay. I put it in and I watch it. And that's where that story ends. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it. I cried. It's rough. It's rough. Yeah, especially like if you were a little kid, just like... Just watching this because it's a Ghibli film, that's... Well, first watching, it was just tough to see that happen to like a little kid, Mm -hmm. little girl. And then once I was a parent, and I had a little girl, there's no way I could handle (laughs) that. There's just no way, right? So if you are watching it, like, especially when you were a little kid, it's like, no, uh -uh. Mm uh-uh. No. Cannot handle that. Yeah. It's kind of weird, me watching it. Because I'm half. Yeah. So I'm half Japanese, half American. So it's very, it probably, to me, probably impacts me a little more than like my regular friends. Sure. Like I have other people who are half like me who probably will feel the same way that I do. Yeah. 
is just a tough subject. It is a tough subject. It's a lot of, and I was reading just uh, the just the Wikipedia article on it. Mm-hmm. This has a lot of quotes from Takahata, the director, right? Who says he doesn't view it as an anti-war movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, how does he put it? He, I think he puts it as this is what happens. Like what what happens to these two kids happens as a result of them isolating themselves from society. Yeah. So I think I mean, definitely the war allows that to happen, mm-hmm. right? It would be very, a lot more difficult for them to isolate themselves. If there wasn't a war. Yeah, although it can happen. So I mm-hmm. don't know if you've ever seen uh, Nobody Knows, which is another Japanese movie, uh, pretty recent, I think since after two is made after 2000 mm-hmm. but it's a story of this a single mom who hides her kids like doesn't allow them to go to school oh yeah and she even like she moves into this apartment building that doesn't allow little kids so she when she moves in she has like her little daughter it's very similar kind of two characters very similar like mm-hmm. an older boy and a younger daughter she hides the younger daughter in a suitcase when she moves in Oh my god. So they're like it's, it's a very depressing movie. Yeah. But they're also isolated. So I guess it it doesn't have to be war for that to happen. Yeah. But still, still it's it's kind of you watch this movie and you you watch the characters do certain things and you at least with me like you kind of start to plead with them. You're like please don't do this and then you plead with yeah, characters like who interact the with choice. them. Yeah. Yeah. You plead with the adults interacting with these two kids and you're like, please do something. Yeah. And they No, they don't. They don't. Like they can't hear you yell at the screen. Yeah, so it's it's one of the things like you get to the end of the movie and you you kinda wanna know whose fault is this. Yeah. Who's right? to blame? Do you Who's blame, to blame exactly? Do you blame yeah. the country that they're fighting? Or do you blame Do you blame the country that they're that in. they're in, or do you blame the people around them? Or do you blame them? Yeah. Right? Yeah, it raises difficult questions. Rough. <laughs> this is a this is a rough movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. So this wasn't sure when to bring it up, but so this is um when I did like the um I was looking for the book to see if there was mm-hmm. an English translation. We'll talk about that later. But one of the things that came up, and this is another a book that I read is uh Shonen H. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with this book? I think I've heard of it. It's uh, I found it because I was I started re- like looking in like the children's book sections of the Japanese bookstore just to look for stuff that I could handle. Oh, um, and I found this uh book called Shonen H. It mm-hmm. means little boy H. Yeah, and it's also set during the during World War II mm-hmm. in Kobe, so it's the same city. Yeah, and it's uh this kid who's in middle school. Uh, and just kind of like his daily life during the war. Mm-hmm. It's a really good book. And he like, you know, he, everybody has to do these military exercises and he gets like really, he turns out he's really good at rifle shooting. And it's just something oh. that he becomes interested in just as a thing, mm-hmm. just like as a skill and just like the, you know, he's interested in like how the rifles are made and he's really, he hears about how good the American rifles are, and he's just excited about it because, oh, that sounds like a cool rifle. Yeah. I want to shoot that one. Right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's a good one. I remember in that book, it was kind of clear because when they heard about the atomic bomb, like now we know it's Horrible. what it is. Yeah. Right? 
but in the book it's like it's referred to as like a shingata no bagudan it's like a new type of bomb like nobody nobody these knows. Are like middle school kids yeah. so they had no concept not of, even a rumor yeah. to them about what you know the science related to it so they're like a new kind of bomb that does what it was interesting it's a good book it's worth checking out yeah all right so we're doing it we're doing it well we'll jump we i got a lot of notes this week yeah surprisingly but uh we'll jump in more all right mm-hmm. so we'll continue this tomorrow here on ghibli, ghibli minute, minute.